Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. All right, everyone. Another episode of It's Still Real to Me. Zaslo Show 2.0, of course, presented by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. If you're involved in any kind of accident, you have an injury, car accident, boating, slip and fall, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, they're going to take care of you, get you the money you deserve. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. You'll get an attorney on the phone right away. We are a Blue Wire podcast. Joining us here, of course, every week for it. It's still real to me, covering all the big stories in the world of pro wrestling is our pal Joey Levin. Joey, hello. Good morning. How are you today? Man, I am good. I'm pumped. I'm ready to uh, discuss what we've all been waiting for. The big Madcap Moss inter- intercontinental title push that we've been, I, I thought we've you been were clamoring go, for. I thought you were going to go the return of Dabakato. Well, what was the direction you were going in? I was. I mean, I'm. I'm actually. I was pretty frustrated with myself after last week's episode that I didn't talk about Commander Aziz returning. Interestingly enough, that they had him return to Apollo attack. Cruz knows what he did. Well, it's funny that they had him return to attack. 
Apollo Crews, but they are not calling him Commander Aziz, which is his only connection to Apollo Crews. They're calling him Davicato, which is what they called him in Raw Underground. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, That's right. Pretty funny. But hey, who, who's not excited about having Davicato back? Hey, so we got some fun stuff to do this week. Did you catch any of uh, Seth Rollins was all over oh, yeah. Radio Row in I Arizona? I watched yeah. him on the McAfee show. Um, I, I watched him on Levitard. I didn't catch okay. him on McAfee. Was he good on McAfee? Yeah, I mean, well, he's got a great back and forth with McAfee because McAfee obviously works for WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and all those guys are big WWE fans on the show. So, yeah, it's always fun when he goes on there. But, yeah, he's uh, they're really selling this Logan Paul stuff. huh? Oh, I mean, d- did they talk about it there? Because he didn't talk about it at all on Levitard. Well, he's been talking about, constantly talking about Logan Paul, how... Logan Paul doesn't love it. Logan Paul doesn't really want we it. We don't like he, him in the backstage. Yeah, we don't. I don't need guys like him in 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 my in my locker room. He talked about it on uh, on Matt because because well, like Matt what McAfee does because McAfee knows how to McAfee understands kayfabe and his his audience kind of gets it. Is like he's like prodding Rollins on, the, on the show. He's like he's like yeah, but uh you know he he did throw you, he did throw you out of the Royal Rumble. Like, and Rollins is like, yeah, but he doesn't like, it. but I mean, he's pretty good. Like, he's pretty good. He's pretty Three good. So, yeah, he's, yeah he's you're, not, you're not going to WrestleMania because of him. Yeah, they're playing it up. So that was fun. Yeah. Rollins been everywhere. Yeah, he was good. He was all over there. So good stuff from him there. Uh, if you were able to catch some of that, making the rounds there. I and guess also, was- actually, an, an interesting little nugget from the show. McAfee um, revealed that the only person who knew who who like knew other than I think like Nick Khan and Triple H, the only person who found out that McAfee was surprising at the Rumble was Becky Lynch by accident. How? He said when they were when they were like shuttling, like they're bringing him to like the bus where they hide him. He was outside for like 30 seconds and Becky Lynch just happened to be there. And she's like, Pat. And he was like, oh, hey. And she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know. And then he went on the bus. I wonder if she and, probably and she thought he was she didn't be even, in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but apparently, according to Rollins, she didn't even tell him. Like, she kept the secret. That's funny. Oh, yeah, he's a good secret cool. keeper. Okay, yeah. that's funny. So let, let's start off the week. We'll start with Monday Night Raw. I, I think the place to start, even though it wasn't the very beginning of the show, let's start with Cody, all right? Yeah. Uh, the, that, that was the biggest takeaway from Monday Night. Uh, Cody Rhodes, Paul Heyman, fire promo, uh, just you know it's very personal i i i always like when when we can't when we when we we don't know the line between what's real and what's not and even after today i mean we're we're five days later i don't know did cody make paul Heyman choke up like was paul really moved by the things that cody was saying and it's like i don't know he may have been and, you know, after Cody said everything and, and just how how Paul saved his father and brought him to ECW. And this is a time when our family needed the checks and and y- you saved him. And and then it was Paul's turn to talk because Cody said all nice things. And, and Paul was all, you know, I wasn't expecting this. I wasn't expecting to get emotional. I didn't think yeah. that this was going to happen. I five days later, I still don't know. So I, I love it when we don't know whether the line was crossed or yeah. not. I, 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 my guess is that he was actually a little bit moved. I think that's, so too. That's my guess, but I yeah. love that we don't know. My, my, I always, uh, I imagine like segments like that when it's like with Heyman is that he almost like books it like a wrestling match where you know what the finish is going to be, but you don't know what's going to happen until you're in the ring. So, like I, I like to imagine that Heyman and Cody were like, all right, we need to lead up to me saying that Roman Reigns, that your dad cares about Roman Reigns more than he cared about. What you. a like, great line in the end. Like what I like I could see Heyman being like, This is where we're gonna like hook everyone in. This is the point. Say whatever you want leading up to it, and I'll just We're gonna react. get emotional, you're gonna love me, I'm gonna love you. And then I'm just going to stick the knife yeah. in your back on the way or, out. Or he just said, or didn't even say emotional. Or he just said, like, this is how we get them. You say what you need to say to get me there. Mm-hmm. And I could see that because these guys, I mean, you know how Cody is. Like, Cody's, he's great at these kind of promos, talking about his life, talking about his, you know, his past in wrestling and his dad and how much he loves the business and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I like to think that these are two of the more – I mean, I think 
Like, I think Heyman is every time he talks, he's solidifying himself more and more as the best ever on the mic. Um, but I like to think that, yeah, they sort of book it like a wrestling match where it's like, we'll figure it out as we go, but we got to get just, let's just get to this point. So and what was the line again is. at the very end? It was your it father. Was, no, your father here in, you know, in your father told me before he passed that you were his favorite son, but that Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. Oh, what a line. And and what was what a what, line. What, what I thought was actually sort of remarkable about all of this was that we talked before this of like how are we going to build like how do we how do we build Cody and Roman when Sammy and Cody are so hot or, or Sammy and Roman it, right? And we mentioned like the bloodline, right? We've mentioned, you know, Co- you got the bloodline versus Cody who has his family and so there's that natural connection. I didn't even didn't even consider the connection that he trained Roman Reigns in NXT. Me neither. Yeah. Like me I, neither. That didn't even cross my mind at all. Yeah. And it's such a good yeah. way to tie this thing in. Like while you were off doing your thing over in Japan and all these other places, your dad was training the greatest in the history of the sport. He never trained you. He trained right. this guy. Yeah. I didn't even. Th- that me neither. Was per- that was perfect. It it's was great. perfect. And I they think... just they had the crowd hooked so good with the emotional personal stuff, and then Paul just had to end it with just just putting a knife in his back. Yeah. Then Cody too. Everybody wants to make it personal. I just want to win a championship, and I'm going to personally take those titles off of him. Yeah, Cody was a great, great. Yeah, the whole thing. It was um, it was one of those where we had. Man, the last couple of weeks we've been having some segments that are just like that. That promo for a raw segment, that back and forth between him and Heyman, you, I can't remember the last time you brought out emotions like that in everybody. Like everyone was just like, man, this is like unanimously, people were just like, what an incredible, incredible segment. It was just so, so good. And they're doing it, man, because you're you're worried that the crowd is going to turn on Cody. I don't think they are because they're like, they're doing it. And, and part of what is working and this was clearly established on last night's episode of SmackDown, they are treating it the way that they should be treating it, which is it's come. Roman's got it coming at him from every angle on raw. This is what's coming at him. And on SmackDown, this is what's coming at him and right in between you know, and you were on this a long time ago, and now they make note of it every week, but you were on this a long time ago that Roman, there, you know, there are cracks in the foundation. Mm-hmm. It's getting to him emotionally. Pressure, yeah. He's kind of go, and, and that you were on that a long time ago before I saw it coming, and now they refer to that every single week. So Sammy they, was referring to it a lot last yeah. night. When Sammy was talking to Jay, he was like, he's losing it. You see it. He's losing it. Yeah. Yeah. But but they're they're keeping it separate. This is what's coming at Roman on Mondays. This is what's coming at Roman on Fridays. And I, I wish that somehow. And I mean, we'll, we'll. I mean, I don't know. We could talk about it right here. Who the hell cares? But it, it was such an important line at the you know close to the when Sammy confronted Jay last night. Okay, let's just jump. I mean, look, it's the biggest story in pro wrestling. So let's. Just I mean, jump to yeah, it. Bloodline is. Let's just it, jump to it's, it. It's all shows, right? Let's just jump to it. So. Uh, Jay, we we learn Jay has not abandoned his brother. Jay has not abandoned the tag team championship. He might have abandoned the bloodline. We don't know, but but he has not abandoned his brother. He is there for his brother. And he shows up. He comes down with the belts from the crowd. They defend the titles. Boom. You still got the rain going. Is, Excellent uh, job. Is, is Moxley going to sue him for gimmick infringement there? I mean, I don't know. That's, uh, that's well, Mox usually thing. doesn't come through the steps, although sometimes usually it just comes like through like the alley on the side. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, right. but that's anyway, fair. depends what entrance kind of entrance they have in the little building that they're in. You know, it depends. Right. Sure. Um, so anyway, he, he leaves. He up and dips because he's he's not about this bloodline life right now. He's he's just about defending the titles and being there for his brother if it's needed. So on the way out, Sammy's waiting there, man. And so now we get the face to face. And 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 that's where you said, like, Sammy is pleading his case that, you know, there's a way out of this for you. Um, And, and of course, the big moment where he tells him, I, I acknowledge you. you. So there's a, a there's a there's just that line right there. And there's, the fist bump. 
There's so much meat on that bone right there that I don't know what the hell is going to happen. I mean, Sammy just told him he acknowledges him. So, so then I think I'm like, man, is there any way can we do, can Roman, and this has been talked about Saturday night, Sunday night, can we get Roman defending one title Saturday night and defending another title Sunday night? Can we get Roman versus Jay one night and Roman versus Cody the other night? But here's what I think, what I think prevents that, unless I'm looking into it too much on Monday night, Cody told Paul that he's going to personally take the, you know, both championships off him, the undisputed universal yeah. WWE championship off him. I, I don't know that they say things by mistake anymore. Like, like it's, it's been established pretty much that Cody's coming for both titles. So can you do Roman one night against Jay and Roman one night against Cody? Yeah, I, you could. Unless the night against Jay is not for the titles, but wouldn't Jay want well, it? It could be for the titles and Roman wins. And then but he Cody's on the next coming night. for the titles. Right. And then he's still coming for the titles the next night. Yeah, but Roman at that won point. The first night. Yeah, but at that point, it ha- you have to know who you're fighting at that point. It can't be, I might be fighting Jay the next night if he beats Roman. I mean, we're, we're going to be building toward Cody versus Roman. It can't be Cody maybe versus Roman. Well, I think if you're going to have Roman, uh, my, my thought, and I think we also have to point out from SmackDown all of the stuff that Heyman and Sam, like the Heyman and Sammy segment at the beginning, because um, Heyman's promo and then all the things that Sammy was saying, we and then also what Heyman said to Jay or to Jimmy to end the show, which is very interesting, right? So Heyman, he didn't, he didn't tell him to, he didn't tell Solo to stay home, right? No, he, he just said he said home. the Usos to stay home, yeah, which we. Which had been rumored because of Jimmy's DUI situation. Oh, that's right. That's a good out. Right. That's a good out. Um, so um, but a lot of what Heyman was saying in his promo at the beginning of the show is that none of this exists without the titles. Right? The island of relevancy doesn't exist. Roman Reigns doesn't exist without the titles. None of this exists without the titles. So if we were gonna build to a J night one, Cody night two. I could see a situation, maybe, where he beats Jay, like beats Jay, really beats Jay, and then he loses the titles to Cody night two, and now the bloodline is is actually broken up, um, and or it's fractured, and it's like Roman's on his own, and the Usos are you know something like that. But you if still have the scenario way. of where Cody doesn't know who his opponent's going to be on Sunday night. That's true, but it's Cody. I mean, imagine the promos. Like, Cody's going to say, Cody's just going to come out and say, this was never about Roman Reigns. This was always about the titles. So if it's Roman, right? because he said, I'm not trying to make this personal. I'm coming for titles. Right. I want to do the thing that my dad never did in WWE. That's his whole thing. Okay, so could we be getting Roman fighting two nights and fighting Jay, one of them? We could. I mean, I because I, I, you know, I think the thing we had... Yeah, because I think you also have to keep in mind, like, the the Uso who's not allowed in Canada is Jimmy. Yeah, there, that's not that doesn't mean that Jay can't come out and help Sammy when he's getting beat down. At Man, the end, right? are we going to come full circle? The very start of the bloodline was Roman versus Jay, and it's going to and like essentially ending. I mean, you know, in this scenario, what we're talking about, Jay's not beating him, but but essentially it ends. That's the only reason why with I don't them think they fighting can do it. at WrestleMania. But that's the reason why I don't think they can do it. That's why I don't think they can do it at Mania because I think once they finally r- r- fight, Jay has to win. But they could have if if they're if they're not going to have Cody fighting for both belts. It's like, not. Why as can't a, Cody just fight as, for the belt that would represent Raw? He's on Raw. I don't. I I my my guess on excuse me on all of that is I don't think Triple H wants to have two titles. I don't think they want two titles. I think they want one title. They just happen to have two. I don't think they want to split up these titles. It just doesn't feel that way to me. Um, but does it work? Like if Ro- like it works to have one title essentially if, but, if it's Roman. Yes, but I just think if you have Jay beat Roman night one for one title, then the Cody Roman match is stupid for night two. Now what are we doing? He just lost a title, and now you're going to give him the main event no, on the second you're, night no, of WrestleMania? No, no, no. Co- if, if Cody's going to win, 
he, he needs to be the first. Well, no, what I was going to say is he needs to be the first one to beat Roman. It can't then, come on the heels ta- of Roman losing the night before. Yeah, but doesn't that take away from the Jay fight too? If it's for, you know, like doesn't, I, I think whoever beats, like whether it's Jay or Cody, they have to be the only one. And if they're going to win it, if he's going to fight twice, I think he has to win them both. This is why though, man, this is, this is, this is why the bloodline story is so good because there are so many different pieces. There are so many moving parts and we just, and we don't know what direction they're going to go in. Yeah. And I think with all that being said, we've had a scenario before where WrestleMania was planned. They had a plan. And because one guy was so hot, they had to change the plans with Daniel Bryan. Who's to say that they don't have to end up changing the plans because of Sammy. Right. You know, Sammy is still one a or one a or one B right now in terms of what is going on in WWE. We still have elimination chamber. Yeah. Next and, weekend and elimination chamber. We've talked about this. That pop when Sami Zayn comes out, they're never going to get that again th- this year or I don't know, maybe ever. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the craziest pops you hear in the history of wrestling. And it's hard to it's hard to deny that when you when you hear that, if you're the guys backstage, you're like, man, did we are we doing the right thing at WrestleMania? Like, do we need to do we need to change this up? Like, right. So. There's, I think we will learn a lot more probably the Raw and the SmackDown coming out of Chamber in terms of where they're going because the other thing becomes if you're going to have Jay fight Roman at Mania, what's Jimmy going to do and what's Sammy going to do, right? Doesn't Sammy have to do something with the bloodline at Mania with the KO and the Us? There's got to be something there. Well, so we still Jay haven't is- seen KO in a couple of weeks. Right. My I think KO is going to be the one who comes in to save Sammy at the end of Chamber. I think they're going to be like like Roman's are we going to have a moment where KO is going to return at Elimination Chamber and we're going to think that Sammy's about to beat Roman? Is that going to happen? Are we going to have a moment where we think it's actually going down? My th- I was thinking more like Rome they have a really good match. Roman wins the you know solo comes out and they you know they beat down Sammy and then KO makes the save to help him. I hope KO comes down at some point during the match. I hope he comes down at some point during the match and we and we think Sammy's about to win. Yeah. I mean I mean that uh, yeah. I don't know. What and then what? Set up try to set up KO and Sam like what if KO No, but then at that point you get KO and Sammy and they're like, you know, you're my guy and they hug in the end and or I, and then or KO could turn on him again. The whole story oh was. My God. I mean, that's totally possible because wasn't it the whole story? It's totally when, possible. When Sammy was in the bloodline, his whole thing was, "I found a, a family. You've always turned on me." And right. KO was like, "Fine." Right. They could totally go in the direction that KO is a total piece of shit. You know, like yeah. that. That's that's in an easy pivot. But yeah. but does KO come back and he just forgets his hatred to the bloodline? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Then? I mean. I don't think it, you could do that. Would be that. Interesting. You could but do it. Can't... You could do it at one point, a little bit down the road, where he could turn on Sammy, like he always does, because KO's a piece of shit. I, I just don't know if the timing is but right. But KO's got to be there, right? Like KO has to be yes. at Chamber. That's he why has they're holding be. him out right now, so that he can return at Chamber. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Chamber is what a what a what a card so far. Like, yeah. So what right do we now. have so far for elimination? Well, let, let me add this. Okay, so Montez Ford. Uh, this played out the way that I thought it would. Montez yeah, I was Ford, wrong. I was wrong on that. He, he beat Elias. We knew he was going to be in the chamber. You thought that both street profits were going to be in, and then somehow they could, you know, uh, uh, break them up. Break them up. Something can go down in the chamber. I actually thought the opposite is that the breakup is going to start because Montez is too good for Angelo Dawkins, and Montez is going to be in the chamber, and Angelo Dawkins is going to lose, and he's not going to be in the chamber. I think you could do it that way too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That seems like maybe that's the direction that, that they're going in. Uh, so Montez is in the chamber, and of course, also we had uh, it was Priest. He's in the chamber also. So, do we have all six participants for the men's chamber? Do yeah, you know we, what's going on here? It's it's Theory, Rollins, Gargano, Ford, Priest, and Bronson Reed. Is Bronson Reed in it? Yeah, think, yeah, Bronson yeah. Reed. Yeah, so I, I think Theory's coming out with the title. I think Theory goes to WrestleMania with the title. So the interesting thing is Chamber is going to be a really fun pay-per-view, but it seems 
sort of written. Like the two chamber matches seem written. Like it seems like you know what's what's happening there. Well, and so what's and so what's the other one? I mean, we Carmella she clinched a spot, right? Uh, you know, I love Piper Niven, but I knew she wasn't going to win that match. So I, have, I think Elimination Chamber is a weird. You have Natalia that, that's a weird event for her to be in, so I didn't think she yeah. was going to be in it. You have Natalia, Carmella, Liv Raquel, Morgan, Raquel, Liv, Raquel, Oscar, and Nikki Cross. And, and so the winner gets Bianca at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think it's okay. Oscar. I think it's. Feels like Oscar. It's either Oscar or Raquel. I don't think you're going babyface versus babyface at WrestleMania. Yeah. So I, I, I don't I, think. I, think I just don't Oscar. think. I I know they. I know they have big plans seemingly for Raquel. I don't think she's ready to have a title match at Mania. She does. I, I don't think her character is like fully developed yet to where she's just like her whole character is that she's big. And like she's at, and she's and she's always smiling. She's really nice. Yeah, like she <laughs> Which was the be... opposite of what she was now, in NXT. Right, exactly. When she turns heel, then she'll be ready for main. Yeah, she was like, great right, in NXT. Right now, it's just like what? she's just big. Um, so yeah, I think it's Oscar. I think it's Oscar. I think it's Oscar too. All right, so so right now, what we're looking at, we think we're getting Oscar and Bianca at WrestleMania. Okay, which I'm right. I'm I'm. If Oscar's in a title match at Mania, I'm, I'll be happy with that. I love Oscar. Okay, and how about and so next week though, right on SmackDown next week because of the Fatal Four Way last night, we're getting Madcap. Is he still Madcap or is he Riddick? He's Madcap. Okay, we're getting Madcap Moss. Um, uh, for but, for em, but to Emma, he's Riddick. Yeah, he's Riddick. Okay. Everyone else that makes sense. It's very personal. So yeah. so Madcap versus Gunther for the IC. So I like it. It's a good throwaway match. Before a paper, like it's not on pay per view, right? It's on yeah. SmackDown. No, it's on SmackDown. All right, so it's a good throwaway match. You, you know, let's keep feeding Gunther guys that he could beat until he gets a real challenge at WrestleMania. But yes. but apparently, like like it's like we're not thinking it's going to be Brock anymore at WrestleMania. So if it's not Brock at WrestleMania, I feel like we could like we could look at a three way because he they, they had a whole deal going with Sheamus and McIntyre. But I don't know, like McIntyre doesn't give a shit about the Intercontinental Title, right? Yeah, no, I, I don't. I mean, Sheamus I think cares because he be, wants the Grand Slam. I think there, I think there's going to be something. I think something else has to happen. I think it's something that we're probably not seeing yet. Who else could they it, throw at Gunther for WrestleMania if it's not Brock? Okay, really well, I have this. So I have this. I had this in in. Uh, well, next, I don't know. I'll save it for Big Dirt. Okay, but because it, it, it's not about the Intercontinental Title, so okay. I, I was going to connect it, but it's not. Uh, um, Be- Becky, Becky wins. Karen Cross. Cage. It'll be Car- maybe Karen Cross maybe. at WrestleMania. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, I like Karen Cross, but that's not doing it for me. Uh, Becky wins in the cage. Lita returns. Why yes. did Lita return? Am I missing something there? So I know you don't really like spoilers, but yeah, I don't really it's want been, a spoiler it's been, here. It's, it's well, it's. It's been all over. Are we gonna get Bailey versus Lita WrestleMania? No, it's no, it's it's been all over Twitter. So I feel like it. Everyone's kind of seen this. Just tell me that. Bailey, or excuse me, Becky, Lita, Trish versus Damage Control at Chamber. At Chamber. Yeah, it's next week. When are we gonna learn this? We're gonna learn on Monday. I guess we'll learn on Monday, but it makes sense. Trish, Canada. That's why I'm talking. This is why Chamber seems nuts. You have the two chamber matches, and then the other seemingly, th- well, you have three other matches with like Canadian legends. You yeah. have Edge and Beth Phoenix. Yeah, they're going all in on just getting the awesome crowd. Yeah, they have Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Rhea and Finn, yeah, which was announced yeah, on Monday. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. get the Edge pop. Well, I tell you, Beth, Beth looks so good. She yeah, looks great. She's great. You get so you get the Edge pop. Now the rumor is Trish is going to come back, so you're going to get the Trish pop in Canada, okay. and then you get Sammy right, and like KO. It. Okay, and then also you get Brock and Bobby at a chamber. Bobby who? Bobby who? I'm with my wife. I go to bed with her, and four or four five, or hours, five later, hours later, all I can think about is Bobby who. <laughs> By the way, can I just say like Brock has Brock had this in him this whole time because. That promo was awesome. Well, I apparently, I, mean, I from very what I much enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, from what I understand, this is Brock Lesnar, the person. Yeah, yeah, th- he's finally playing himself. This is. The I version. loved it. I thought I was like, man, where has this been? I love yeah. this. This is a super entertaining. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. 
One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to do a little on. Uh, I want to do a little on dynamite, but first, uh, one other thing I want to hit on from SmackDown, um, and then if, if you got anything less from WWE, this. Oh yeah, uh, we got to talk about NXT real quick because that was maybe my favorite thing from the well, week. And we have to talk about. Um, can I speak to your manager? Can I speak oh. to your manager? <laughs> you, okay, so Chelsea Green, are you into what they're doing with Chelsea Green? I like I, it. I, I like her a lot. Uh, I think it's okay to have you know some. Uh, as long as it's not too much backstage bullshit, because they've really gone away from that since Triple yeah. H took over. But it's good because it's not just the backstage bullshit. They are taking it to the ring. And so Chelsea Green, she had to fight Asuka this week. And so we I like the fact well, I like the fact that she is so like the Karen character, I guess is what they're sort of calling it, that she's so much that character now that she shows up on SmackDown and doesn't realize that Adam Pierce is the same person that was managing raw and she's trying to find <laughs> out who manages SmackDown. Like that part that's was funny. like, oh, this is very fun. Yeah, uh, that's funny. That was very entertaining. That's funny. Um, I loved the Natalia Shayna stuff on mm-hmm. SmackDown. Loved it. I love Natalia's new look. She looks like a million bucks. She looks great. Uh, and while she's in the ring, I'm thinking about something like, can, uh, is it possible? Can we get like, can Natalia, can she win elimination chamber? Can we get her in a main event match at Wrestle, she's way, never been in a main event match at way, WrestleMania, and the crowd, the crowd will go for her at, at Chamber. Can we get Canada. it? Like, is it possible? Can it be Natalia's time? I mean, people would no. be behind her. You know, no. I love that she wears the Anvil's, you know, his uh, his his hat there. You know, but her her promo was great. So then Shayna comes out, and I love this man. Like they're 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 going in the direction the where planting the seeds. Let's stop effing around with Shayna. She's a total badass. And Shayna is essentially disparaging Ronda and telling everyone how much better she is than Ronda. And she's been doing it before Ronda. And then out of nowhere, Ronda comes out. She's been gone for a few weeks. And they teased it where, hey, is Ronda mad at Shayna now? But no, she was not. And they beat up. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But but I think most people who watch WWE don't realize that like what Shayna was saying about the MMA stuff is actually true. Like Shayna Baszler was a legit like very good women's MMA fighter before Ronda became what Ronda became. Um, so I thought so that can was we get Shayna versus Ronda WrestleMania. We could. I, th- I mean, there are no I titles thought... on the line. We're not doing that. Yeah, but I thought they were going to have them win- go after the tag titles. I'd much rather have them fight each other. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that would be great too. There's time. Maybe they go after the tag titles and lose. Would the crowd be behind Shayna? Yeah, probably because they I hate so. Ronda so they hate Ronda so much. I right? think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the crowd and 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 the crowd has seen what Shayna is capable of because of what she did yeah. in NXT. I mean, I think when even just that little bit on SmackDown where she was saying like, "I've been here, I did this before Ronda, and I did yeah. that before Ronda," the crowd was reacting to that. Yeah. Um, and as good as Natalia's stuff was, the crowd wasn't really reacting a ton. Uh, but as soon as Shayna started saying, like, I did this and I did that before wow, Ronda. Pull the trigger. Let's do the it. Crowd. Shayna versus Ronda, WrestleMania. You like, could I... do, like, what you know what you could do? You could do, you know, coming out of chamber, you could have Shayna and Ronda go after the tag titles. And you could have them fight for the tag titles on, like, SmackDown. And well, yeah, because there's a, there's a month and a half between chamber yeah. and WrestleMania. Right. So there's you could do that. A lot of time there. You could do that story of them going after the tag titles leading up to Mania and then them losing and sort of turning on each other for Mania. That would be a great Mania match. That would be a great be Mania great. match. Yeah. yeah, it'd be great. Um, yeah, the only other thing before AEW is um, Corbin and JBL broke up. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not a JBL fan. 
So I'm, I'm, he could get off my television. I'm, I'm good I, with that. If this, hopefully this either leads to like some type of real badass Corbin or just back to him being an absolute, just like shit show where he's, and he shows up with the mustard stain again. Yeah. That cause Corbin's great, man. Corbin has done some really great stuff. This thing has been a, a complete, yeah, for a guy like Corbin, oh, you got like, like JBL told him you got, you got go home heat. All right. So you know what? Put him up against guys that we really like. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, what are we doing? You know, he's got that X-Pod heat going on. Let's he go. He could also be a, a candidate for um, for uh, McAfee. Because oh, McAfee yeah, and him have, have always had a little. They never uh, had that match? They did, though. They definitely had that match. That's why a, he's bum-ass Corbin. Not at Mania, right? No, I understand not at Mania. But if they've already fought, you're not going to have McAfee fight a guy again that he's fought if they're going to fight at Mania. If they've have they fought, fought, though? Have they fought? Yeah, they definitely had a feud. That's uh, maybe it was SummerSlam. Could they have fought at SummerSlam? Yeah, they. I think you're right. I think they you're right. definitely fought. I know they've had like a the back and forth a lot, and Corbin attacked him, and he. That's where bumass Corbin came from, and all that. But I yeah, don't. I'm, I'm trying to remember sure the match. Have. Victor will tell us next week. Yeah, and I, I I think it was a thing because like they were both in the NFL. You know, I I, I yeah. think I think we visited that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they fought. Yeah, Victor um, will tell us next week. That's right. Victor will let us know. All right, so before we get to some AEW stuff, uh, I want to I wanna hit on NXT real quick. Now, I'm not watching NXT every week, but right. I watched this week because I I had seen that, and, and I've actually been keeping up with NXT in, in bits and pieces the last few weeks because I can't take my eyes off Toxic Attraction, man. It, they are must-see T. I love the, both of them, just the look. They are like they're 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 hot messes, obviously, and I love them. I love everything about them, and mm-hmm. such a huge credit to them to be able to keep it going. And from what I could tell, being the top story in NXT right now after Mandy Rose left, you know that they're they're still doing their thing here. I love them both so much. And when I saw that they're doing Ding Dong Hello on NXT this week, all right, I got I got I got to watch that. I got to watch Ding Dong Hello. So, it, I, look, like I said, I, I can't take my eyes off them. It was phenomenal. And just the callback, and I, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. And just the callback to the barber shop where the rockers break up, which as a kid, you were probably too young to actually see that when it originally aired, right? I remember I remember it. I don't remember if I saw it live because I was pretty young, but I remember knowing about it when I was a kid because I was a huge Rockers fan. Yeah, I mean, who wasn't? Uh, yeah. the, so we're talking, that was like 91, I think, maybe. So I'm watching that. I, I'm watching it. It's first airing. I'm 10 years old then if it's 91. And it is, it's a core wrestling memory. I It yeah. just so shocking. You know, and the fact that they do the callback essentially frame for frame, pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I, I loved it, man. I love those two girls and I'm totally invested in what they're going to do with the two of them moving forward here. I'm into it, man. I, I guess you'd have to say Shawn Michaels agrees with you because he gave them his segment. <laughs> like, like, You don't just reenact the barbershop, one of the most iconic segments in the history of wrestling with just anybody i mean you gotta a feel like there's a future there and b trust that they're going to be able to pull it off well and we all knew when it was going to i mean i maybe i didn't know because i was 10 years old but if you go back and look at it now all right you know that they're a thousand percent invested in sean marty Jannetty is not the guy i don't feel that way with these two I mean, clearly, like, look, the heel is the one who's going to get all the heat, and they're going to be the one who ultimately, uh, you know, may be the quicker star, and that being J.C. Jane. But, like, I don't feel like Gigi Dolan's Marty Jannetty. I I think Gigi Dolan's got a great future. I think she's awesome. I kind of think she is Marty Jannetty. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, I, I don't mind her. I don't think she's very good on the. So mic. you look at the two of them, and you're like, J.C. Jane is so far and away the star of these, of this group. This may not be a popular opinion. I don't think either of them as a single star is going to do that much. I just don't. I think Toxic Attraction's a great story, 
And I think they've done a great job and they're a great tag team. I don't, I just don't see it like what everyone, I, I think JC Jane's really good. And I think she could be good on the main roster. She's nasty. Yeah. She's pretty good. She's a pretty good talker too. I don't think Gigi Dolan's a very good. I think everything she says feels labored and really? a little okay. weird. I don't know. There's just something about the, maybe it's just the way she talks. How but, about though? How about at the end though? The kick to the face, and you saw yeah. when she did it. You're like, ooh, that's a stiff kick. And then yeah. you see after the show or, or the next morning. I mean, Gigi Dolan's face was yeah. busted up. Yeah, I think they'll both be. I mean, I think Gigi Dolan will be fine as a single. She'll be fine. Um. I don't – I mean, I think because of the way this went down, she's now a face, and she's just – her the way she dresses, the way she acts, it's not going to be good as a face. She's yeah, not I mean, a good I, I, hope she, I hope she's going to be a face in this feud, but moving forward, I, I hope she's just going to continue to be Gigi Dolan. Right. I actually liked the part where they were like – where they were going to get back together and challenge damage control because that's where their wheelhouse is. To me – They could eventually toxic, get back together. They could. And also, like – I want to see Toxic Attraction, the group with another leader, with an, a better mouthpiece on yeah. the main roster. I think they they would be such a value as a group on the main roster. Who could Toxic that be? Attra- I, Who I could take Chel- the Mandy Rose bit, place? I thought it was Ch- Chelsea Green. It could that could have been, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. But does the centerpiece? Does the centerpiece? If they're going to do that on the main roster, does the centerpiece have to be someone like Mandy, who's considered like? hot chelsea green's considered hot i don't think so i mean look she I, is hot she's but, not mandy but not rose but not, no but like mandy rose's character was she's she's like a goddess yes well if the goal is to uh eva marie yeah but she can't wrestle <laughs> so that's even, maybe even better isn't that even better and on some levels if you're gonna have a heel group with a leader who's like a shit-eating heel what about but like Sonia? Like... Now Sonia's not like hot. So that's not her thing. But that's what not about her gimmick? Right? That's not her gimmick, you know. But what about Sonia? Because she's a badass. Yeah, I mean, look. As of right now, it looks like it's not happening. Looks like they're gonna. No, but you know what? They, they could always circle back to I me. Mean, shit, like you know, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano were the bitterest of rivals, and they eventually circled back. And right, that's true. They're cool again, you know. Yeah. But I just that. I think the value in toxic attraction is potentially having them as like a a, a group on the main roster. Uh, but I, they're both going to be in NXT for a while, so let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I because I do think JC Jane actually is the better of the two mm-hmm. as a talker. They're both pretty good in the ring. Um, so maybe she now ascends, it. but on her own. Um, and we'll see that. what happens with this feud. But I, the the segment itself was awesome. Awesome. And, Credit to them to be able to pull it off because not they wouldn't just give that to anybody. So they must see it too. You know, couple um, thing, couple. Do you have um, anything else there? And I was going to move to AAW for a well, while. Well, I just got to say, I know I bring it up every week, but Sol Ruka has only been wrestling for like a year. Yeah, everyone loves okay? her. She's a freak. Like the stuff she does in the ring, I don't know. I've ever seen a woman. She's going to hurt herself did. eventually with that finishing move. Yeah, maybe. But like <laughs> the thing with her is like the indie wrestling fans and the fans of like, you know, AW and all these other promotions, they love guys who do whose work rate, right. That do all these crazy young bucks, these guys that do all the crazy moves and their whole match is just a one crazy spot after another. They got to love her, right? right. That's what her, yeah, that's it's her not whole my thing, thing, but yeah. yeah, that's her whole thing right now. And obviously she'll need a little bit of character development. Like she's just sort of like a, like just like a normal I don't even know what her character is other than being athletic. Mm-hmm. Man, <laughs> That's my character. Athletic. I'm athletic. But she's athletic. And uh, yeah. So, oh, by the way, Ilya Dragunov came back. Yeah, that's awesome. cool. Yeah, he's awesome. awesome. Yeah, he was the one who ended Walter's reign, right? Yes. He's yeah, awesome. He, yeah, he's awesome. And Commander Aziz, but we already talked about that. Dabakato. We already devoted enough time to Dabakato today. Yeah. So uh, MJF, man, leads off the show. He got in the ring. He decided to mix it up. He's going to wrestle. I mean, and how about that? Is great. that the first time this awesome. year? I think so. It's got to be. Got to be. It's the first time I had the champion in in the ring. It might even be the first time, like in a calendar year. Like, just if you go back a calendar, like, I don't remember the last time I saw him wrestle, but he was great. Probably when he He won the title. Was that the last time? It's a long time ago, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah, match was cool. You know, whatever. Uh, Takashita, he hates him, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, 
here's what I thought was the most interesting part of the match. When they were on the top rope and Takashita did the clothesline and MJF did a flip and landed on his feet. Like, to me, I was like, wait a minute. MJF can do that kind of shit, but he doesn't do it. It makes him even more of a heel. Like, he's just showing you, like, I am yeah. that good. Yeah. I am that good. But I'm not going to do it because you guys don't deserve it. No, that's a good nice. move by him. Yeah, that's a good move yeah, by him. I love yeah, it. I, I want to say this, you know, I, and I've, I've been meaning to say this for a couple weeks now. So Brian Danielson beats Roosh. The match was obviously good, but he, here's the thing. All right. I, I'm Look, people aren't going to like that I say this, but I I, I got to get it off my back. Please. I'm, I am I can't wait. I'm t- Brian Danielson's a great wrestler. Everybody knows that. Go all on, right. Go on. Yes. I'm tired of having to pretend like every Brian Danielson match is mm-hmm. the greatest match you've ever seen. It's like every time he's in the ring, wow, uh, just he's the greatest wrestler ever, and every match is a five-star match. No, it's not, all right? Like, he's good. Well, no, he's not good. He's great. He's great, and his matches are usually really good, but, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of this. This is the all-time greatest wrestler, and... We're, we're so blessed to be able to see him in the ring every single time he's out there. I don't feel that way. And, like, I'm over that whole aura. Do you know why you're over it? Because they're shoving him down our throat. That, that must be it. Why does he have to wrestle a 30-minute match every fucking yeah, week? Right, right, right. Why? So, right, so I leave I'm, unimpressed I don't need now. it anymore. Yeah, because I'm unimpressed. I just watched MJF w- yeah. uh, in a 30-minute match, and you're you know right. what? I am excited about this feud again because MJF was great in that Takashita. That match was great, and MJF was great in it. And now I'm like, okay, now I want to see MJF and and Daniel Bryan. But for the last month, I did not give a shit about this feud because all it is is, like you said, it's Daniel Bryan just fucking fighting. Greatest wrestler ever. All-time great match. Another 30-minute match. I just, I don't know, man. I'm over it. I'm over Um, having to pretend like he's the greatest wrestler ever. Ever. And it speaks to a bigger issue I have with AEW, which is the roster is so big and you have so many talented people. Why is you have three hours of national TV programming a week, 30 minutes of that? So what's that? I don't know. I'm not good with math, but 20% of your TV programming every week is dedicated to Daniel Bryan every week. Right. Who we all know is not going to win the title. We all know that. Right. But you have so many people that could be doing these matches that could be having great matches that we don't get to see because every week we have to give 30 minutes of our three hours of television to Daniel Bryan. Speaking of which, you know, other guys that you could give time to. And I know this is not a guy who they're going to give time to because there's a problem there. When are we going to see Andrade show up in WWE? When is this happening? Uh, Let's go. Right. Yeah, it's time. I mean, great wrestler. I want to see Cian Almas. Yeah. I mean, unless. Unless there's like a contract situation. It feels like it's been a while. Let's go. Come on. Well, what about Miro? Anyway, anyway. What about Miro? Yeah. What about Juice Robinson? Remember a month ago, I was like. My hot wife. Remember a a month ago, I was like, this guy Juice Robinson just showed up and he's awesome. And he's lost three matches in a row. And now he's fighting on AEW Dark. Like, what? Why did we? Why is he here? What's he here for? I'm just, I'm annoyed with Brian Danielson, and I shouldn't be annoyed with Brian Danielson. AEW has made me annoyed with Brian Danielson. It's You're right. They're much. shoving him down my throat. It's too much. I don't much. need it every week. It's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. You, like, you could have made him do a gauntlet match, right? Why does he have to fight every week? Why couldn't he do a gauntlet match with all these same guys, right? You know what? This week, you have to do a 60-minute gauntlet match where you have to beat Roosh, Brian Cage, all the whoever else he Takashi. Like, let's do a gauntlet match. Yeah, I'm now that shit show, every week. Show me how good he is by running through the gauntlet. But no, it's got to be yeah. every week, 30 minutes. Are you uh are you happy that the, the guns winning the tag team championship? I told you we saw it coming. It's weird to me because who the hell have the guns ever beaten? And now all of a sudden they're the tag team champions. That's freaking weird. They beat but FTR, I, didn't they? Did they? But I guess, but I guess we're we're kind of relieved, right? That it wasn't it, yeah. that they didn't go with the lazy route of Billy Gunn turning on the acclaim. They did not do that. The guns, yeah, but now, but, the but, but 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 why did they give him the titles then? 
I, I like I don't understand if he wasn't going to turn on him. So the guns. Well, just I mean, it's just like titles. what else was going to happen in that match? That's why I thought having the match in the first place was weird. We all yeah. knew, we knew they were going to win. It's weird that they're going to be the champions, but they didn't have Billy turn. And I think we all thought Billy was about to turn. And yeah, then after the that's... match, it was actually you know, and it was I know you like to give Tony Schiavone shit. I thought Tony Schiavone actually did a really good job at the end of the match where he pointed out how it's weird how the guns aren't even celebrating win the titles because they're more concerned about their father being mad that they just, you know, knocked him out. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a good bit of commentary right there. Yeah, that's it's good. True. That's it's good. True. It's good. I just, yeah, I like the guns. I think they're good, but I don't know. Everything, everything that happened, that's happening in AW just confuses me. Like the claim is the biggest act in the company. If we're being honest, like they're the most popular act in the whole company. Well, they're going to have them chase now, right? That's what we're doing. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. it was just weird. But, you know, it's the, the show in general, I thought, you know, to me, the the biggest, my biggest thing from this show, and I'm very interested in your take on it, was MJF's promo. His backstage promo. You saw I'm, you saw that, right? Remind me. What did he say? Says. I don't, maybe I skipped through it. I don't know. Remind me. He did this whole promo about how um, he the, he remembers the first time he was put through adversity and he was in high school and he had a blue Camaro and he kept getting speeding tickets and <laughs> and he was one point away from getting his license revoked and him and all his football buddies were went to the prom and they were hooking up with all the girls and there was this one girl and he goes, let's call her Liv for, for legal reasons. Um, uh she was, and he starts to describe beautiful brown skin, curly hair. He's doing this whole thing. And then he's like, you know, I went to the, I, we went, I went to the prom or homecoming or something like that. And he's like, I got her into my blue Camaro and she started distracting me. And he went like this on TV, <laughs> like, he, you know, like the signal that she was giving him head in the car. And he's like, and then all of a sudden I ran into a light pole and she slammed her head into my windshield. And she was bleeding and I put my hand on my finger under her nose. And luckily she was breathing. And, and then all of a sudden in the distance, I heard police coming and I grabbed Liv and I put her in the driver's seat so that I wouldn't get another point on my license. That's the type of person I am, (laughs) but you got to watch it because I was like uncomfortable during it. I was like, why do we have to go this far? Like, I know that's the point is to make you hate him. And then he went on this whole thing about how you've never been through the adversity and this and that. That's great. And I I was just like, holy shit, man. Like people were praising it as like this generational promo. I like it. I'm going to go back and watch now. I like it. Yeah. I, it to me was a little, I just was like, I I don't know. I guess it's, that's a little much for you. It was a lot. It was a lot. I felt uncomfortable. I think that's the point of it is Mm -hmm. to make you feel uncomfortable. But again, it just goes back to this whole, like, you know, TBS doesn't want certain things on their air, but they'll allow that a promo got that promo got approved. Um, I don't know. Like, just, just, just I have weird questions about what's going on with AEW in there. But she lived, live, lived, right? I don't know. I guess we. Yeah, it, see, it sounds that way. Okay, sounds good. like sounds like she just got in a really bad car accident. And OK, good. I, I do think the funny thing is that. MJF is such like a, a sh- like a shithead. Like he's just such a like a, a an asshole that like the first time he ever had adversity in his life was in high school when he was driving the car that his parents bought him and he crashed into a light pole. Like yeah. that's his, he's like I remember the first time I had adversity. I was driving my Camaro. It's <laughs> like, awesome. Um, but it was yeah. You got to go watch it. It was right. I was like holy holy shit man. This is like uh, that's awesome. This was it was pretty intense. It was that's pretty awesome. Intense. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you some corrections here from our guy, Victor, from last week's show. Victor sends in corrections. He makes sure uh, he keeps us on our toes here, makes sure we're getting things right. He's got a few things here for us, Joey. Uh, first of all, he took a, he took offense to you saying that Cody, at the start of his time in AEW, that he was constantly burying the younger talent. All Did right? I say bur- Did I say burying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took offense to that. And he showed, uh, like, he put together all of his matches here early on. And while he does have, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's mostly wins, only got a few losses here, he's pointing out that the average time of all those matches 
was over 13 minutes. So I guess the point that he's making, I don't know if you agree or disagree, is that you can't be burying guys if they're good matches, if they're like essentially an average of 13 minutes in length. Do you agree with that? I don't know that I said burying. If I did, did, I I remember you did. That I said Cody buried all the young guys? Yeah, yeah, that he was winning and he was running roughshod when he was the TV champion. Well, I mean, the whole thing, when he was TNT champion, his whole thing was that he brought guys in from the indies. Like, mm-hmm. he, his open challenge was for anybody in any company. And it was always, I, I think I guess more what I meant was, it was a bunch of matches you knew he was going to win. Like, you, you knew he wasn't going to win to a guy just coming off the indies. Okay. Because that was the whole thing. He And that's how Ricky Starks debuted, was it was... I think it was a discussion about kind of, I think Ricky Starks was part of that discussion. But anyways, Cody in the beginning of AEW, um, his, like when he first got the TNT title, he had an open challenge to anybody in any company and these indie guys, that's how Eddie Kingston debuted. If I'm not, he's got Ricky Starks here was his fourth match and he beat Ricky Starks in eight minutes. Right. But that was Ricky Starks debut though. In AEW. Right. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, All right. I, very good. I, yeah, but I agree. I mean, they're not, it's not necessarily burying because they're indie guys and they're getting a chance, but right. he was just beating everybody. So I don't know. Maybe, uh, we were wondering last week, were Bianca or Alexa on raw? We, we, it was weird, you know, and he was confirming here that you were right, that they mentioned an interview from Bianca, but they never actually showed it. Yeah. Uh, they weird. just came back with Carmella returning instead. That was, isn't it weird that. The Raw champion is getting cut for time. Yeah, I wonder what happened there. Not a great sign. Uh, Apparently, though, uh, Victor is very mad at you because you kept calling, uh, you kept calling Judgment Day Bloodline. You were getting them mixed up a couple times. Did I? Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. Stop referring to Judgment Day as Bloodline. They're their own thing. And finally, we were wondering where Takashita came from. Uh, Victor Sonas here. He started in Japan with DDT Pro Wrestling and. the other than AEW, that's the only other promotion he's ever wrestled for. So there you have. Oh, it. so yeah, he's really earned his shot at the AEW champion. <laughs> Thank you for confirming that, Victor. <laughs> uh, so there you go. There's some corrections from last week. I'm sure we'll get some more coming up this week from our pal there, Victor. We appreciate him. I'm sorry to all those indie wrestlers that Cody didn't bury. I apologize to all of you. Um, you got but... uh, you got some big dirt, not big dirt for us this week. Wait, actually, let me let's before yes, real quick. Okay, this actually just goes to my whole thing with AEW of oh, the yeah. of all these guys, like. With the time, the amount of time they have, the all these they keep bringing in these guys that are really cool, and they keep doing these storylines that seem like they're going to be great, and they are they have become really bad at capitalizing on momentum. Like, well, Ricky Rick, Starks right now is a great example if that's where you're going. Yes, Ricky Starks is an example, but like yeah. even this week, right? They they promoted this week's show as uh, championship fight night. So every only match, two title matches. Right. But and then the chant, the two champions fought, but not for titles. Right. Well, that, that's bullshit. Right. But uh, but you don't have <laughs> Samoa Joe on or Wardlow, who just returned last week, who should be getting like Wardlow's not part. Were they on Rampage this... last night? I don't know. I didn't watch. No, that. I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, Orange Cassidy, r- r- you know, defended his belt on Rampage. So that's important. Um, and then. Again, I would Jay also Cargo, want to hear from Darby. Last week, he just lost the title last week. I'd like to hear something from Darby. Maybe he, last night he, on Rampage. He did on Rampage. I okay. guess he's o- he's over it. He's over it. He's oh. over the title. All right. Um, I'm glad like, he's not going to let it get him down. That's good. Jade, Jade Car. I mean, he's always down. Isn't that his gimmick? He's always depressed. Um, uh, Jade Cargill wins her 50th match last week. Nothing. Can't we can't hear from Jade Gar- Jade Cargill a week after she wins her 50. She's 50 and 0. We can't hear anything. But we got to have Jamie Hayter fight against the Bunny because that's important. Well, no, I love Jamie Hayter. The The place to go is I don't need 30-minute Daniel Bryan matches. That's, that's the place true, to go. But also, but why is she fighting the Bunny? Like, what, what, what's happening? I don't know, Tell me something. Because she does that face. Oh, that's right. That's what it is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nope. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's just, again, they either need more TV time or they need a smaller roster because there's just, I don't. They they can't keep up with any storylines. By story the way, line... you see, they announced AEW is coming down here. Yeah, that's gonna be that'll yeah, be yeah. Tickets go on sale in a couple of weeks. It's uh, if you like they're, nine they're... hours of AEW wrestling. Well, yeah, ready. they're doing Dynamite and then they're taping Rampage right afterward. Well, and they do. I think they do Dark before. Probably. Yeah, but they're advertising it as Dynamite and Rampage. 
Cool. And I think it's yeah, at the fun. end of April. Definitely going to go. That's going to be fun. I'll sit yeah. right inside. Got to sit right up close. Next to my guy, West Side Gun again. Come on. Worth, worth going to AEW just to sing Judas, right? I'm sure that's probably the best part. Is oh, my Judas God. The last time we went, my, when we went to Revolution, I guess it was a year ago. Yeah, like the whole car ride over there, we kept playing Judas because my sons had to memorize the words. They wanted to memorize the words. So we kept playing Judas. Can I give so you a, a sleeper? entrance song in aw who i don't think people realize it's a, it's actually a great song okay page soraya really yeah it's this song called zombified yeah look it up yeah, it's a good okay. song all right um all right anyways big let's dirt. do big dirt, not big yeah. dirt. come on all right well let's start with this is less dirt and more just we have to talk we it's good to acknowledge where we're at it's more of an update Obviously, earlier this week, Jerry Lawler had a stroke. Yeah. Um, he was in the hospital. It's a very scary situation. He is out of intensive care and apparently going home and going to be starting rehab. So it looks like he's still not. I mean, it doesn't. It sounds like That's he's not like, totally, That's to, not totally out of the woods. It's a big recovery, but he's, you know, he's alive. And That's he's big been dirt. Th- this guy's been through a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's big dirt. Glad that he's going to be okay, it looks like. he's You know, he's, he's got a road to recovery. But uh, I saw pictures. He's smiling, you know. So, yeah, uh, that that's big dirt. Glad. Glad King's doing okay. Um, I feel like I bring up Jay White, like, every week now. But Jay White, I think it was, I think it was this morning, like, Saturday morning here, officially lost his Loser Leaves Japan match to Hickey Good. Leo Good. At, in New Japan New Beginning. Now, next weekend... New Japan has an event in San Jose, which is where Mercedes Monet will be fighting for the first time. Okay. Jay White is fighting against Eddie Kingston. It sounds like that's got to be his last match in New Japan because he's he's not allowed back in Japan. It's big dirt, big big dirt, not big dirt. Jay White's not allowed back in Japan. That's big dirt. I like Switchblade Jay Knight. Uh, Jay White, I, I I would like him to either be with AEW or WWE. I'd like him to be WWE. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be him a fun Cody. deal to have there. Ooh, yeah, let's go, you know. But I, I'd like him to be here with one of the American promotions. That'd be fun. So, yeah, I'm going Big Dirt. I like him. The Raw, Raw after. I just think you come to WWE, you, you got so many places you go because of Bullet Club. You know, you got the Good Brothers. You got Finn Bauer. You got AJ Styles. I feel like there are a bunch of places you can go with them. And, of course, especially like Cody. If Cody was to win... At Mania, and then the Raw after Mania, Jay White shows up. Oh, yeah. How about that? that would Cody, be Cody was Bullet Club, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun, yeah. man. Um, all right. There was this uh, after SmackDown or after their match, uh, the Intercontinental number one contender match, WWE put out a digital exclusive uh, backstage with Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar, where Santos Escobar told Rey how growing up, his dad told him like this guy is the future of lucha libre and how he grew up sort of like you know respecting ray and this and that he gave ray his mask and ray in turn gave him his we had a mask squat like oh, out of respect they, they right, did a mask like the nba swap. we trade yeah, the jerseys okay. they did a mask swap which so i don't know what that means but does that mean you know legato face turn and in my mind i think like you said, we have a month and a half, two months till Mania. I wouldn't mind seeing Legato versus uh, Judgment Day to like to like teach Dom a lesson. Maybe Respect that. Yeah, you know what? I'll go Big Dirt. That may be what we're doing there because Dominic, of course, stole Ray's mask. That's why Ray couldn't come out at Royal yeah. Rumble. And yeah. so maybe that's that's a little bit of foreshadowing there. I like that. Can we get on the phone and get Andrade Cien Almas? back as well <laughs> he fits in perfectly there so i'm gonna go big dirt yeah like all right um <clears throat> dave Meltzer is reporting that cm punk if AEW wants him will be available for AEW in two months i guess we're covering still from that injury maybe i don't know but he's reporting cm punk if they want him available in two months i'm going That's not it. big dirt i don't <laughs> think it happens uh i believe when when guys like chris jericho swear to the other guys in the locker room that they will never allow CM Punk back uh, I, I I take him for his word in that spot I don't think Jericho fucks around with that kind of stuff but sure. I think he takes that really serious and I don't think we're ever going to see CM Punk back in AEW so I'm going not Victor okay last one this one's a little kind of a fun one um, Josh Hennigan you know Josh Hennigan right who is that you may know him as John Morrison, a.k.a. Yeah, Johnny yeah, yeah. Impact, a.k.a. Yeah. Johnny Mundo. Johnny AKA Nitro. I know Johnny, Johnny Nitro, Nitro, a.k.a. Johnny Elite. AKA, yeah. he's Johnny Fusion? Did you say Johnny Fusion? Johnny Fusion. Um, he's going to be boxing at uh, Creator Clash 2. 
on April 15th. He's making his boxing debut against some YouTube guy named Harley Morenstein. Oh, top Jew. Yeah, I guess so. I'm going not big dirt, man. (laughs) Everything you just said is a huge waste of my time. I I mean, not big dirt whatsoever. I'm, I'm, I'm dumber for having heard all that. Do you think, do you think when he does his boxing intro, they'll slow it down? I hope so because I do and, like that and blow the and blow the wind in his hair. So he, I do like do that. it in slow motion. Yeah, I do like that. That would be fun if they do that. I do Is like he gonna? That. I wonder if he's gonna go as Josh Hennigan or as one of his many aliases. I don't know. Because it, it, in the news I read, it said maybe Josh it's be, Hennigan. Maybe he's gonna be uh, uh, Johnny Boxing. Yeah, or Johnny Creator. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, good job there, Joey. Excellent work this week, man. So next week we have Chamber. Uh, certainly, we'll do an elimination chamber reaction show. So I assume we'll do a, we'll do a double show next week. We'll do Saturday like normal. We'll get everybody ready for an elimination chamber. Just recap the big week, and, and we'll do a Sunday show. We'll do a reaction to elimination chamber. I think I think that's the way to go. Let's do it. All right, man. Chamber is right. going to be it's going to be something. It's going to be a fun show. All right, man. Joey, uh, tell your, your tell all your fans. We'll talk to them later. Go ahead, guys. Don't don't turn on me because I'm turning on AEW. They'll turn it around, and then I'll turn it around. But stick with me, because I love you guys. I appreciate all of you. I appreciate all you guys. All right, guys. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. We'll talk to you on It's Still Real to Me next week. See ya.